0: you found it. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hi, everyone. I hope this finds each of you so very well. Today, I'm speaking to you from my studio in West Orange, New Jersey. Absolutely delighted to have this opportunity to interview Amanda Lynn, who will be speaking to us from far north Queensland, which is a state in Northeastern Australia. Amanda is a level four certified and registered member of the Australian Kinesiologist Association and a professional member of the International Association of Specialized Kinesiologists. She holds a Bachelor of Education, a certificate four in aromatherapy, and she is trained in five modalities of kinesiology since 1999. Amanda is the creator and founder of iMotional Processes, also known as EMP, a unique method which combines kinesiology, meditation, and vibrational techniques. The six processes on her iMotional Processes app engages the listener in guided eye movements, auditory processing, and other embedded kinesiology methods. Through these unique methods, listening to eye-emotional processes assists individuals to easily identify and transform conscious, unconscious, and subconscious emotions that are blocking their manifestation potential creating clarity around an individual's co-creative emotional energy mindset and enabling that person to make lasting positive changes to the energetic vibration and therefore to his or her story, no matter how painful that story may be. Amanda believes when a person's emotional energy is vibrating at higher levels, it is then that co-creative energy flows and boosts law of attraction potential. Amanda calls EMP a manifestation game changer. Her mission is to assist others to move forward as they find freedom, experience joy, embrace love, and create empowerment in their lives. Full disclosure, In 2020, I had the great pleasure of being asked by Amanda to participate in a special micro-summit event that focused on grief and finding a meaningful connection with loved ones who have passed. Then, a few weeks later, Amanda graciously facilitated a healing session for me regarding some of my own issues. Now, I am so delighted to be sharing Amanda with all of you. I'm looking forward to asking Amanda many questions about herself, kinesiology, her new law of attraction app and more. But first we need to take a quick minute to show some love to our sponsors. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hi Amanda, it's so great to be talking with you again. Let's hi, Irene. Oh, I'm great. I'm great. And it it's so good to see you, even though you're in Australia and I'm here in New Jersey. It's a pleasure. Please tell us, please explain to everyone. First of all, because when I first met you and you asked me to be a part of that micro summit and you told me you were a kinesiologist, I was like, what in the world is kinesiology? That's one I haven't heard about. So please tell us about kinesiology. I know you you use a lot of muscle testing for it. And what drew you to it in 1998?
1: That was a while ago. So you've been doing this for quite a while. I have been doing it for quite a while. So um, with kinesiology, we all have muscles in our body and we know this. And when we have stress and tension, for example, if we took our shoulders, our shoulders get tense and they hold tension. And then it takes a while for it to calm down. Kinesiology talks to the muscles and uses the muscles as a language to the body to find out and discover subconscious and conscious and unconscious blocks in the mindset and emotions that might be storing in the body. How it does it is it gently tests the muscles. So we call it these days muscle monitoring. Kinesiology has been around since 1932. So we do sort of say, when people say, what's kinesiology? We're like, well, we've got to get the word out there. So with muscle monitoring, we gently test the muscle or put a little bit of pressure on the muscle up against something that may or may not be stressful to the client. So the pressure of the muscle monitoring is no more than we would put on a closed eyeball when we're wiping our eye. So it's just that gentle. We put it there for two seconds and... Monitor how the muscle of the client responds to stress or something that's not stressful. The reason that that matters is because we unknowingly carry stress in our lives. We carry it in our body and it's delivered and held in our body due to proprioceptors, which are the nervous system, communication system to our brain, to our organs, to our muscles, to our tendons, to our ligaments and so forth. So muscle muscle monitoring seeks to get in and inquire upon a human body what the story is that's holding them back from an educational difficulty, an emotional barrier, uh, a goal that they're trying to achieve, a health concern, nutritional issues. There's many things muscle monitoring and kinesiologists can discover upon a client. That's amazing. What drew you to kinesiology? being very ill oh you were sick and you found kinesiology helped you absolutely so in 1997 I was towards the end of 1997 I was taken to hospital with a very severe asthma attack and I'd had childhood asthma all my life so I was pretty much on every goat cheese sheep's milk gluten-free thing you could imagine that was available back then When I got this asthma attack and had to go to hospital for 10 days, I'd missed my school holidays. I was a teacher at the time and no teacher wants to miss their school holidays. So here I am in hospital going, something's bigger than just goat's cheese and sheep's milk. Let's go and explore that when we get out of here. So I found my way back to my normal health supplier of those products and happened to stumble across a lady. Robin Clemson, who's a kinesiologist on the Mornington Peninsula. And the rest is Say that slowly open. with your Australian accent. What was her name? Robin Clemson. And she's? A kinesiologist on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. down oh. Right down the south end. Of <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so off I went. I went along. And I was absolutely astounded with what she knew about my body and my history, and the information that was coming up that she knew dates, she knew ages, she knew situations, not, not so much in a psychic way, but from my, what my body was holding stress and telling her as muscles were monitored to uh, against certain questions. And I went away feeling super duper light. And what I loved about it is I didn't have to speak my, my painful story. I loved it. And so I kept going. And then in 1999, she said, Hey, I'm doing a course. Would you like to join? And the rest is history. And I've just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) That's a beautiful story.
0: Well, you've created this on emotional processes, which assists individuals to easily identify and transform their conscious, unconscious and subconscious emotions, which you've just been talking about that are blocking their manifestation potential Could you give us examples of conscious, unconscious, and subconscious sabotaging negative emotions and tell us how they're transformed through kinesiology? And how long does the process take to help a person transform?
1: Yeah, sure I can. So basically going back to the muscles, when it comes to eye emotional processes, as we know, our eyes have got muscles and ligaments and they're embedded in that framework. And they support what we see and how we visualise our world and how we react and respond. So for me, becoming a being a kinesiologist, in the last few years, I've really started to embed myself into the eyes and the muscles of the eyes and the ligaments and the stories that those things hold for us. So when it comes to a conscious awareness, if we took a person who has a mother-in-law that they don't get along with, consciously they know that. I don't get along with my mother in law. In fact, they might come and say, I hate her. Now, that's a very low vibration emotion. And we don't want to be sending that out into our vibrational energy field. We want to really transmute that. So that's the conscious awareness. And then the subconscious awareness is, This person is driving away from the Christmas day spent with the mother-in-law and this person is yelling and carrying on in the car because they've had this emotional flare-up At how difficult that experience was. That's the subconscious reaction and action based on the conscious awareness of the emotion. The unconscious awareness that comes up in kinesiology, and this is where I love kinesiology, says, well, hang on, why has that person got that? Why that reaction? Why anger and frustration why not unworthiness why not jealousy what's the emotion that drives this particular individual to feel that way about this one experience that several other people have mother-in-laws in the planet and they all have different versions of how they feel about them so that's um, yeah it's cool isn't it so that's yeah that's actually an individual's interpretation of what they feel in that one experience that millions of others experience so, so like we, somebody could have an
0: obnoxious mother-in-law and just go eh, that's who she is it's not bothering me someone else it's driving her crazy so that has roots in other things that have happened to this person
1: spot on wow. and that's the unconscious stuff that kinesiologists seek to explore. So we, this, this lady would say, well, uh, or man would say, mother-in-law's really frustrated me this Christmas. I'm going to come and have a kinesiology balance. That's what the process is called. And they come and they lay on the table and we would go in and go, okay, well, what's driven that? And we might go back to an age where this person was seven and, and their divorce of their parents happened. And suddenly it set them into a situation where they had a step parent who unknowingly reminds them of their mother-in-law. So the energy frequency that's driving the frustration is driven from this seven-year-old that was frustrated in this experience that they could not get free of because they were little. So we start to go back in time upon the muscle monitoring, taking that person back whilst we defuse certain pathways uh, Neurolymphatic points, meridian spaces, chakras might be a nutritional situation because that person might have decided I'm going to emotionally eat at that period of my life, and those things are what we look at. And as we do them, we clear the energy vibration of it. For eye emotional processes, uh, it is an app that gives people kinesiology methods to do at home while they think about all those negative emotions they attach to their mother-in-law. So in this case, this person would do process blue, which is frustration, anger, irritation, impatience. That's one example. That's cool. That's very cool. It it really is. So I would imagine
0: that um, uh, depending on a person's blockages and what they have to work on, kinesiology can take a little a different amount of time for each person as they work on...
1: issues. Yes it can and um, look I'll go back to my experience when I first met Robin it took a good 18 months before I was ready to explore a space where I would go and learn this and I was in a far better place now I'm not saying that's a regular occurrence that was probably once a month and It was a remarkable period. Now, in kinesiology framework or in healing modalities, we talk about one month to every year that we've held that emotional frequency or that mindset damage, if you like. So that one month is really essential towards unpacking a part of that year in our mindset, in our muscles, in our nervous system. And when we relieve that stress, we start to find that this person can go to Christmas or take the grandkids over and see the mother-in-law and not react because they have tools. Now, they might do a lot of tapping or eye movements or rubbing this and tapping this and affirmations here to get to that stage on that day, but that will be diffused. It will be diffused. They will
0: suffer the way they had in the past. Correct. All right? What are the six simple, easy to use, and profound eye emotional processes that combine kinesiology, meditation, and Mm -hmm. vibrational techniques? So, and explain why, so you just explained about eye movements, why they're used to release low vibration emotions. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk about how you combine these these three modalities?
1: Absolutely. So basically the... Emotional processes are the six processes. They're on an app available with Apple or Android and they're process red, which is the charts behind me. I'm gonna give just a small summary, which is no choice and powerlessness. Process orange, which looks at emotions like sadness and grief. Process yellow, which looks at regret and unworthiness, shame and blame. Process green, which looks at jealousy, criticism, pessimism. Process blue, which looks at hate, anger, rage, revenge. Process indigo, which looks at overwhelmed, overwhelmed, doubtful, worried. Those emotions are in process indigo. When we are vibrating at a process colour and we're not moving that, we're going to keep attracting to ourselves under the law of attraction premise, the same experiences just in different frameworks in our lives. So we keep, if we're a process blue person, cause I find over the time I've been with this material, people have kind of a process trait that drives a lot of why they do what they do. Oh, that's interesting. I know. So what are those traits like? So if you're a process blue person, it's kind of like we're ready to wire. We're ready to be frustrated and angry straight up. That's just how we rock. And if we're set off, boom, up it comes. If we're a process yellow person, we're ready to feel shameful and blamed for everything around us. We take responsibility for it, even though we're not seeing we're co-creating this, and somebody else has some fifty percent responsibility too. So we jump in there and we might go under the covers for a weekend and not want to come out and see the world. Interesting. kind of personality processes. That's so interesting. I know. So what occurs is and how the app works is when you download it, there's an emotional processes chart of emotion, which is behind me, but it's also on the app. And you go, hey, I'm going to my mother-in-law's. I feel this emotion and we take responsibility. I'm going to listen to Process Blue. Now that's a 22 minute meditation, kinesiology meditation, which will guide you to gently move your eyes while your auditory processing, which when combined with eye movements in kinesiology, as well as words, increases and enhances emotional release.
0: That is cool. How many people who want to go visit with their visit their relatives for the holidays and they're they're usually people that they, that trigger them wouldn't love to have pick up their phone, look at the app and say, let me, let me lessen the degree of emotion that I know is coming into my life in about an hour or so when I get to that front door. (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty cool tool and then of course if they really are finding hey I've been really working with this app for two months now and I really am finding a bit of a block there's still blockages then they can come and see an emotional Processes kinesiologist and have a session so they can do a bit more deeper delving or a kinesiologist who will work with that with them
0: now do you work with people online like if they can't fly to australia um to uh so how would that work if if they because i i have uh full disclosure everyone um amanda worked with me on the app and it's very easy to use and it's great so but say i felt i needed a little more
1: of a tweak we just work on zoom or whatever yeah we would go on zoom and i tend to um uh, not do one-on-ones in this material because i i'm pretty busy So to allow me to scope out and provide material to individuals, I do do group courses that are 15 people at a time. One is called Past Regrets. One is called Future Fears because a lot of people fit into that. And it's not a place where we share stories, because when we share our story and speak it into the ether we're adding value into our law of attraction which will give us what we want even though we don't want it so we speak our stories into the app by moving our eyes and listening and doing the process and thinking through those negative feelings right you're giving yourself a reset that's it you're giving yourself a reset that's right. And then the emotional processes kinesiologists, they're the ones that can work online one-on-one with clients. That's why they've been set up. So mm-hmm. I'm presently rolling that out. Hmm.
0: Right. So so do you want to say anything else about your take on manifestation and the law of attraction?
1: Mm, I sure do. I've kind of thrown of it in there anyway, but I go back to when we talk about forgiveness. And that is today's theme. And that's why I've thrown the mother-in-law in in, because some of our biggest places we have to forgive is in our family situation. That's where our density most occurs. So we've all got an uncle or a, a stepmother or something that needs forgiving. So if we are sitting in a vibrational frequency of I feel unworthy or I feel powerless at this family function We're not forgiving the past. So we will keep reverberating that emotional charge and attracting more of it to ourselves. So every one of those experiences, even if that person's no longer in our lives because we've set a boundary in there, the mind will play its games. And then the vibration will go out and suddenly we are powerless at work because that's what we're sending out of our vibrational antenna way back here from our past. Or we're powerless in our mortgage, or we're powerless with our friends. So it's this vibration that we set ourselves up for coming out of this past story that we've still held into our eye muscles and ligaments in my world, and that still keeps going. And we see things that way. That's the law of attraction in its essence. Right.
0: And then basically by removing these blockages and all through kinesiology and with what you do, then you Mm -hmm. reach for a higher vibration and you attract
1: better into your life. Correct. So if somebody goes in this powerless, I have no choice. And I can't forgive my government for this, this particular situation or healthcare system or whatever it is they're feeling. They might jump up the chart they do fairly quickly into a place of now I'm feeling angry about that so they do that one because when we're no longer down here in powerless we're up in anger and anger is a pretty cool emotion because it gets us moving powerless keeps us stuck in bed so we want to get into here so that we can then get into the violet of I'm feeling love I'm feeling hope I'm feeling that I, things can change here, I'm feeling I can trust, even though that situation hasn't changed yet. And because we're up in this vibration, we start to attract to us, oh, that just happened at work. I just got a promotion. I didn't think I was worthy of that. Because you're changing and you're attracting better things to yourself. The inner world has the answers to the outer world.
0: So, you know, I find it fascinating. I did not know this originally about you that you had cancer, you had a double mastectomy, a lymphodectomy, mm-hmm. and holy moly, Amanda. And you received quite a message as you meditated just after your surgeon recommended even more surgery and treatment. That's one yeah. story. Would you like to share that with us?
1: I would love to, because it links into eye emotional processes. I-emotional processes I'd already created for myself And there's a video on my website about how they came to be. And it was created again from the space of I'm not well physically. That point in my life in 2012, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, muscle disease, which is genetic in my family. And that was a warning flag that I kind of didn't really listen to. And I knew better. And in 2013, Two of my dear friends, Margie and Barb, said, Amanda, you know you know better than this. Your skills as a kinesiologist, you've got to start to shift this. And I thought, you know what? I've heard it twice in one week and I'm going to do that. And how will I do that? I'm a good kinesiologist. I know my stuff, but I am so unwell and I can't go to a kinesiologist because I don't have the money because back then I was vibrating at that level of lack and loss and all that stuff that divorce loves to provide people with a mindset of. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to start to muscle test my way through what I need, what hand modes, which are the language of kinesiology, what I need to do, what I need to tap, what crystal I need to put on my body, what I need. In that moment, I was also taken through muscle testing into eye movements, which was all part of training I've had and the manuals I have here and so I thought oh I've got to do those how can I do those and lay down because I'm very very unwell I mean you were you were you already you had operated on already or point and I am getting to that but it's really important I let you know right right kind of like the feeding system yeah yeah so I was thinking, okay, well, if I embed this and record it on my iPhone, I can just lay down in a meditation setting every day and listen until my vibration shifts. And at that point, I was pretty angry about my divorce. I was angry at the family court system. I was angry at my ex husband. I was very process blue. And in that, I was regenerating this experience that kept me in that court, 10 years, but by this stage I've been in there for seven and the issue i would had was what I was most angry about is that the judge was the barrister of my ex-husband, brother-in-law. the judge was the brother-in-law of my ex-husband's barrister and I felt that was pretty unfair and it stayed that way for about five years and I was pretty angry about it because so I wasn't getting far. And neither were my lawyers. And when this experience happened and Mark and Bob said this to me, I thought, you know what, I've got to shift that anger. Didn't know what was going to come of it, but I did know I needed a new judge. I didn't know the emotional process this was going to deliver the way it did. So I spent much of a month in 2013 doing my Process Blue, my Process red, which is the Powerless, and the Process Blue, which was the anger and frustration. And every day I laid down in my unwell space of fibromyalgia and did these things. When I got to court a month later, here's this judge, this brother-in-law I'm um, thinking, oh, that's cool. You know, my emotional energy is much higher now and I was in a place of hope in the in the violet area of my chart. And but a couple of days before that, I must go back, I was bending down to pick up a towel and I get this flash in my mind that I'm getting a new judge. It just flashed in my mind. I thought, oh, that's interesting. So off I go to court two days later and this is this brother-in-law judge there and he's talking, doing his thing, and then right at the end he says, and by the way, I'm being transferred and you're getting a new judge. (laughs) Oh, my, oh, my, I know. Move a mountain from my eyes because I went to that courtroom and saw hope. I didn't see anger and I didn't see no choice. So then we move along to the breast cancer day. So 2014, and I kept doing my eye movements, but things were still really difficult for my little girl and in that setting. And I still was dealing with anger underlying. I hadn't quite tapped into that part of it yet. So here's my iPhone with all this going on. I'm listening and listening. And so here I am, I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer stage 3, just had the double mastectomy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They've taken what we call two lymph nodes out, tested it, and two days later my surgeon came in and said, Amanda, we're going to need to take 70% of your lymph nodes because there's cancer in them, and we're going to need to do six months of chemotherapy and at least two years of this particular invasive drug as well as radiotherapy. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I need to go back in tomorrow and I need your consent. And oh. I, said, I said to him, doctor, please give me some time. I need to sit with this. And I went into my meditation space and I wasn't doing my eye modes. I was just in my meditation space. What is your meditation space? You just got very quiet and tried to clear. Yeah. Yourself. Because when the mind chatter slows down, which is really good when you, when we've got that mind chatter, we can't get into that space where we can connect with source energy's messages, emotional processes, clear it off, then go meditate and you'll get your answers. So I've done that. Done the process blue. Then went into my meditation space. But it wasn't. The process blue didn't give me the message. The meditation space did. So I was laying there and I said, "God, what is this about?" And I get this amazing message: deep, deep resentment at three men. Oh my! And I had the answer. And I was like, "Okay."
0: Immediately, who knew who these three men were?
1: I knew who they were. <laughs> 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 I didn't know what the word resentment really meant. So I added that into my Process Blue on my iPhone and I started to work with that as I unpacked this level of resentment and lack of forgiveness I had towards these three men. Now one of them was my ex-husband, one of them was my father and one of them was my uncle. And then I said to my surgeon the next day when he came back to see what we were doing, I said, I'll have the surgery. I'll try this all out. But until I deal with my resentment and forgive these people, I won't heal this. And of course, he looked at me like he had burns around his head. And that's cool because that was my truth. Right. Hmm. So you decided to wait on the surgery? No, no, I went ahead. I did the orthodox model, but out of my mouth spilled this statement. So,
0: so you so you had the surgery, but you also started to do the
1: release. Yeah, I started to do the release with my process blue, which had already been created. And I just kept going and I kept going. And over time, I started to forgive these people. And they were hard to forgive. I'll bet. And hard. I'll bet they were very hard to forgive. Wow.
0: That's incredible. But you got... The benefit of that it really had nothing to do with them it was about you great oh wow um that's amazing you let's talk about forgiveness because you were involved with forgiving these three rather yeah. unforgivable people
1: yes. and
0: you say people can get four gifts from forgiveness. So would you like to talk about forgiveness and about those gifts? And we all know how difficult it is to forgive people who have really hurt us and mm. the, the reason we need to. And forgiving is not letting them off the hook either.
1: No. It's about That's right. Forgiveness is about setting yourself free. So for me, the forgiveness is freedom from the emotional tapes that run in your head because those tapes will keep you stuck. And those tapes in, in, you know, the world of kinesiology will embed in your nervous system, in your body, in your organs, in your muscles, in how you present in the world. So to forgive, we give ourselves the gift. It is our gift. And I must say, when I forgave my father, the expansion and love I felt for this man and I understood his journey and why he did what he did, which was to walk away when i was one and live his life and i got a deeper awareness of that by forgiving him by changing the energy frequency into a space we have a relationship now and that's pretty cool that's amazing amanda yeah. were you able to call him and talk with him after all yeah yeah, that's yeah fantastic Yeah, we've had some healing. And and I'm not saying we do that with everybody we have to forgive because I certainly didn't do that with my uncle and my ex-husband. I've just reached a different space with them because every person with forgiveness needs to go into a different category to keep us safe. So that's the first gift. And the other one is, I've just said, the expansion of consciousness, of our own awareness of how we can present in the world. And I'm going to add in there, when I forgave my father and I loved him unconditionally, even though he'd done that, I then began to love those in my world at a deeper, more compassionate, more aware level. And they're the ones that mattered to me because they're the ones that deserve my love, not my irritation. Right. The big benefit was your daughter because oh, yeah. she had a happier mother, a lighter, happier yeah. mother. Yes. Correct. And my mum. So, you know, these people all reverberated into this energy of, wow, you know, and then More and more expansion means more and more law of attraction premise, more things to to love come into your life. You start to see them more often. And then the other part of that, as I just said, the increase in your relationship, and then the fact is that we, because we're vibrating at an emotionally high level, in my case up into the violet, we start to co-create the life we're here to live because we're not coming from this space of anger and resentment. How can I do what I do right now? If I'm vibrating at anger and resentment in process blue, I can't, can. I've got to go to the violet to reach.
0: It makes a lot of sense. You yeah. say that there are four emotions that act as roadblocks to forgiveness and they are bitterness, judgment, anger, and resentment. Correct. Right. So you want to talk about how your Emotional Processes app assists a person. I mean, we're talking about how they release it So it's on the phone. It's on your phone. Yeah, literally can go
1: to that. Yeah, you go to my website, iemotionalprocesses.com. And there's a hyphen between i and emotional. So iemotionalprocesses.com. And you download the app onto your device that suits you. It's free to download, and then when you get in there, the six processes are thirty Australian dollars. That's it.
0: It's not expensive at all. It's nothing. Oh, you've, got oh, a, oh, you've got your your therapy right there on your phone for yourself. Great. Um, and here comes a holiday, and the whole world opens up their, uh, their phones to, to deal with their mothers in law. <laughs> <laughs> or their uncle, or their brother. The or uncle, their,
1: right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and in the case of like, and I've been the single mom, I couldn't scratch together enough money some days to get a chai latte. I love chai lattes. My best friend Margie and I loved those. So I make. Each one of the processes, $5.99, because if you can afford a chai latte, you can afford one of those. That's so awesome. buy the bundle for 30 that's much cheaper, and each processor, five ninety nine. $5.99. So if you can only do that, then you just do that, start there, and add on as manifestation potential arises in your life. So you get on and you go, okay, well, you know, it is about being self-aware, Irene. If you want to shift your stuff, you've got to be self-aware. The spiritual journey is not an easy journey. It's not butterflies and rainbows and unicorns. It's tough. It's hard. If we want to transmute our conscious, subconscious and unconscious conditioning into a place where we are the higher vibrating being for the benefit of our own life. So you've got to say, hey, I've got this gear. I'm angry at my boss. I'm unworthy with my mother. I feel frustrated with the fact that my mortgage can't get any lower and my repayments are high. I feel overwhelmed by the amount of work I've got to do. Any of it. Identify it. Don't stick with it. Jump on the app. Transmute it. 17 or 18 or 22 minutes depending on which process you but choose it doesn't take long it's true it's not at all and you jump up immediately and if you don't jump straight to the violet you'll jump up another layer and you find you'll dance all over the chart once you start getting into this groove why do you
0: say it's important to have an accountability person on your forgiveness journey
1: because it's damn hard and so who people- is your
0: accountability person
1: I had a very dear friend Margie and another dear friend Barb, who just, and my other girlfriend, my best friend from uni days, 30 years of friendship, Ray, who just kept saying, Hey, you're doing okay. That's what you need to hear. When you're coming from, if you're back down here in no choice or powerlessness, it's going to take a while for it to start to really transmute and, be, and get into a belief system where you're up here and you're starting to navigate it. You need someone to say, you're doing great. Look at the growth you've just done. Look at how you responded to that. You didn't react. It's sort of like they're your witness. That's right. A witness to your progress. And that's- you need some, that's right. That's a great statement. I love that. I'm going to quote that. <laughs> and, you know, because the thing is, is that when we, when we hold all this emotional energy, we don't move forward. And if we want to change it, we're going to need somebody to remind us that we trust who loves us dearly and deeply and unconditionally, who will deliver that truth and say you're doing okay or, hey, you just dropped a whole heap of anger ball on the ground over there. How about you go pick that up and sort that? Hmm? That's somebody that has to be loving and say it in a way that's delivered, which is praising to raise your vibration. Right. Right. It's like what, yeah. they're
0: in your corner. That's your fan. That's your that's your person. That makes so much yeah. sense. You of all people in the world, tell us what your message is about the importance of healing that you'd
1: like to share with our audience. Yeah, I will. Um, look, when we heal, we give ourselves a better life. And I can say I've sat in a very large resentment space. so long and it just kept accumulating so we can't heal when we accumulate one level of emotional vibration upon another and that healing may take the space of energetic healing, physical healing like it did for me, emotional healing, mental healing, educational healing, anything, anything that blocks us from co-creating the life we're here to live because we're all here with a gift to share to our world. If that gift is I'm going to be a wonderful mother to this little person and be a great mum and not sit in these other low vibration emotions of criticism or judgment and really deliver this little person into the planet that doesn't learn to be that, then that's your gift. And you have to do that. But you've got to shift that stuff before you can really be that person. If your gift is to write a book and you're feeling unworthy, Not going to heal that part of you as you deliver your book to the planet, and the planet will give you the same response. You'll get knocked back by publishers. You've got to get up into the vibration of violet on the chart, hope, trust, and things start to flow. Healing allows you to open an expansive space into your own co creative manifestation potential. For me, I'm also very mindful of words. Before I got breast cancer, I used to say in an angry fashion, I've got to get this off my chest. Mm. And I ended up getting it off my chest. Yes, you certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) Because the universe will deliver even if you don't want that experience. So if we can heal and be mindful of our words and our emotions, we start to co-create an experience that delivers just that.
0: That's beautiful. I know everyone now wants to connect with you. So tell (laughs) everyone, tell everyone in our audience, how do they get your app, which you've talked about? They can just, they can just get on, but say it again. How you get your how they get your app, how they connect with you. And would you like to tell them a little bit about a little more about your classes and online events?
1: Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Oh, um, so the all the links that you need are on the website imotionalprocesses.com. All one. I, I dash, i dash. i emotionalprocessescom So the i motion that's what we're doing. So we took the emotional, so iemotionalprocesses.com, but make sure you put the hyphen in the middle on that website. And I've made it really simple, just like I've made my app simple because it's got to be kept simple when we're trying to expand, right? So you can get on there. You've got the links to the Apple device download. You've got the links to the Android device download. Instagram, I do daily posts to keep people in the vibrational frequency so they manage and remember what they're here to do and that is asking, you know, well, here's a quote, you might start at the start of the day with that quote feeling fantastic but I guarantee you by the end of the day things have come along and you're starting to question and your vibration's shifted already so get on the app. So this is Instagram. Facebook. I have a private Facebook account, Amanda Lynn Kinesiology, where let, I
0: let, 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 let me spell that. It's Amanda. A M A N D A L I N N E, and yes. then kinesiology. K I N N E. I'm doing this up, K I N E S O L L G Y. Kinesiology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I help you out with that one? K I N E S I O L O G Y. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, Amandelin Kinesiology is a closed private group of people that are already using the app, already clients who just want to get extra information. They come in, they ask questions, I'll answer them. I tend to answer the questions in there rather than Messenger. Messenger just gets too full. And I can guarantee if you've got that question, someone else does too. So pop it in publicly in the private group. And then I've got my public Facebook as well.
0: That's great. And about your classes and online, tell us about your online events, especially because some of the people listening may find that really interesting and like like to take part in that.
1: Yeah, well, with my online events, once a year I do a micro summit. I'm either a guest at a summit or I run one. And I always talk to emotional threads. So this year I was a guest at the happiness retreat, and we talked about raising your vibration into a space of happiness so you can create that life. Because when you're in all these lower vibrational energy frequencies of emotion, you're not happy. That's great. So that was that was a fantastic event. That's available on the YouTube channel, Kimberly Treves, and I've got a link to that in my website. And I also do every April, uh, and you are on this, and you're my beautiful guest. Thank you. <laughs> How to connect with a loved one who has passed Micro Summit. Now, connection doesn't have to be through like you do yourself, you know, connecting with the spirit. It can be just creating a loving energy so we can hold memories and improve our vibration where grief is concerned. So that's my nice offence. Okay. Okay.
0: And what have you got to say about finding joy in life, Amanda Lynn?
1: Yes, finding joy. I'm going to say this. You have a guidance system. You're given that guidance system. It's your soul. It sits in your solar plexus. It's your gut feel. It talks to your heart. It's underneath your heart. Know your guidance system. Get to be a friend of the guidance system. Because when you don't listen to that, you get yourself involved in all sorts of messes. And that, my friend, is going to give you the biggest joy. And when you are feeling a vibrational notion that isn't in alignment with your guidance system, because when you're vibrating it unworthy or pessimism, you can't tap into that guidance system. You can't get the answers because source will cut it off. Just, the energy won't be there for you to access You want those messages. You want to have that gut feel or if it's a tingle up the spine, know how your guidance system responds so you can navigate your world like a vehicle as to is this choice okay? Is that choice okay? We get free will. We know this. Our decision is based upon choices. We find ourselves where we are from choices and we often find ourselves in the most damaging places because we didn't listen to our guidance system and we damn well know it too when we work out, oh, dear, I didn't think of that one. So basically, your tip for finding joy is heal
0: yourself, clear your blockages so that you can hear your guidance system and really feel joy from your good choices. Yeah. Got it. Got it. You know, Amanda, when I participated in your micro summit, which focused on grief and finding a meaningful connection with loved ones who have passed, I had no inkling of the very admirable ways you've used your deep knowledge of kinesiology and other modalities to help you heal yourself during your health crisis. And now, how wonderful that you're paying it forward by sharing what you have learned through your app, your online courses and events, and more, gifting so many with this manifestation game changer. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sweetheart, from my heart for this incredibly interesting and informative interview. And thank you also for your devotion to helping people on their healing journeys so that they can find freedom, experience joy, embrace love, and create empowerment in their lives. What a true blessing, Amanda. And here's a reminder, everyone, that you can see the show notes and all Grief and Rebirth podcast episodes on IreneWeinberg.com and make sure you follow us and like us on social at at Irene S Weinberg on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. As I like to say, to be continued. Many blessings and bye for now. Hi everyone. One more thing. After the interview was over, Amanda and I were having this amazing conversation about the incredible things that she has forgiven in order to find joy in her life. And she told me about these three people who she had to forgive, which is mind blowing, really, that you were able through your processes and what you did for yourself to forgive these people and to be the light, lightened, loving person who you are. Would you like to Tell everyone exactly what you've managed to forgive, which is like so amazing,
1: Amanda. I can do that, of course. So everyone, I want to say, if you want to get joy in your life, forgiveness is a big, big pathway. And for me, I forgave a father who abandoned me as a child as a one-year-old girl and went and raised another family. And we now have a relationship. I forgave an uncle who abused me as a young girl And then went on 20 years later to murder his own family, his pregnant wife and little three-year-old and a family that really still have a relationship with him. And I forgave my ex-husband that took me to court for 10 years in a relationship that was really quite unhealthy. So if I can forgive those things, I know you can forgive what you need to forgive too for your own benefit and your own joy because you've got loved ones around you that really need you to be in this high emotional vibrational level as much as you can so you can share and embrace and enjoy love with your family and your chosen friends. That's all I want to say, Irene. That's so beautiful. And
0: that's I'm so glad we came back for you to say that for me. <laughs> Thank so really you. That's wonderful. And you're to be so commended for what you've what you've accomplished in your life. It's just wonderful. Thank you. Welcome. Your blessing. Mm-hmm.